may not have a film fixation, but we're here for a noir education. Beebidi-boo, doot-doodle-doo, dee-ba-da-pow. Welcome to A Real Education Noir. I am Melissa, and I am here at the beautiful Heights Theater in uh, Columbia Heights, Minnesota, with... Tanya. And... Allie. And we have a special guest star tonight. We have... Stephanie. Yay! And we are here with Stephanie because, unlike the rest of your regular hosts here, (laughs) Stephanie has never seen Sunset Boulevard. So, Stephanie, can you tell us a little bit of what you know about Sunset Boulevard? I know you have a little bit of a baseline here. Well, um, I've seen the Tiny Toons Adventures episode, of course. That's Um, awesome. But I uh, also, um, one of my mother's favorite musicals is the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, um, Sunset Boulevard. So, I know the basic plot line. I know how it's going to end, kind of. And I can probably sing the Big Torch songs if you really wanted to, but I don't think those are in the movie, so we're good. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Well, what we'll do then is we will uh, watch the movie right now and... And, uh, in, well, first enjoy this lovely organ music and then watch the movie, and we will be back with you after the break. Thank you, everybody. Bye. returned from the Heights Theater and it was glorious. Oh my gosh, what a packed show. Yeah, packed and and everybody was into it and oh, it was fantastic. Um, So before we launch into this, I just want to say I have already done a full podcast episode about the trivia surrounding uh, uh, Sunset Boulevard. And I don't want to repeat myself because I know that there are people who listen to both Real Education and Real Education Noir. So on Real Education, there is a Sunset Boulevard episode. We will link it in the show notes. So now on to the usual business. This was your first time seeing this movie. What did you think, Stephanie? It was awesome. All right. I wasn't um, expecting it to be funny because mm-hmm. somehow I missed the part that it was a black comedy. I caught the part that it was a, a very, you know, more dramatic sort of thing. And instead, um, I mean, the, the whole audience was laughing every time there were funny things. And it took me a few, well, a couple laughs to realize that they were intentionally funny in the show. Mm-hmm. They weren't just accidentally funny because it was a movie from the 50s, which happens occasionally. Oh, it, it, oh, oh yes. absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, it's a Billy Wilder film, and, you know, mm-hmm. Billy Wilder being a director that uh, could direct just about anything. He, he directed a lot of really iconic movies in many different genres, and uh, you know, Sunset Boulevard is just wickedly funny. It's not just film noir it's also a dissection of hollywood you know as as of course we've all noticed <laughs> yes <laughs> that's not insight there it's just <laughs> it's stating the obvious i'm sure but yeah um this is one of the seminal films of the the noir era along with double indemnity which is another one that 
Wilder did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, it, but he also, it, but he was very known for comedies and especially like dark comedies because mm-hmm. he also did The Apartment. Oh God, I love that, movie. which is dark as hell and hilarious, and and also you know various things with Walter Matthau and we won't get into that too much. It was really nice to be. I don't think I've ever seen this movie with a, a no a bit with, a full a audience, and yeah, it was no. a yeah. packed theater. And they were all into it. I had to have somebody sitting next to me. It was awful. No, it was great. Yeah. But (laughs) at first I was like, oh no, somebody's sitting next to me. Wait, that means there's no seats. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Because we were pretty close. Normally people will pack in behind. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was really great. And judging from, I mean, I'm not the, the best age estimator out there, but I'm going to say that there was a good portion of that crowd that probably saw an original run. Yeah, of yep. Sunset oh, yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, the, uh, there were a lot as of I, the lights came up, and I saw. I'm like, oh wow, that is really cool. Because usually, it's when we go see these things, it's it's a younger crowd. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, it's hipsters that are like, hey, the Heights is running old movies. Let's go watch old movies. You know, and it's cool. But this was a completely different crowd than what we usually see mm-hmm. at the Heights. Yeah, that was delightful. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, and and there was a, a vast array of people. It, yeah, it was yeah. just like us and retirees. Yes, it no, was, there was a little bit of everybody. In yeah, there. yeah, it yeah. Was wonderful to see. Fantastic. And the way they were they were reacting, you know, you know, you had some Sunset Boulevard lovers in oh, yeah. the audience, mm-hmm, but you also right. had a lot of new people because mm-hmm. there were clearly things that took the audience by surprise. Yes, there yep. were a few gasps in there. Yeah. It was great. Especially the the ending scene where everybody's just kind of riveted by Gloria Swanson. How could you not be? Oh, I've decided my next Halloween costume is (laughs) Gloria Swanson as Norma Desmond. Like I'm doing it. You're gonna wait until Halloween. I'm gonna go home and put on a dressing room robe and swish around the house. Well. yeah, I'll still swan around. And, do, uh, do, you, do you need those little white triangles you paste on your face when you do that? I, 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 so, I was yeah. I was looking at them like, oh my god, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that really tightens things up if you sleep like that. <laughs> and also just her her makeup in oh every god, scene. Yes. Was, like, her eyes look great. Like, all the time. Yeah. And her brows are perfectly manicured and her is fabulous. She she had that Agnes Moorhead kind of yeah, doe eye thing, but yeah. not as not as endorified, like right. But it was there, and I was like, oh yeah. And Edith Head, yeah. Edith, oh, like Edith Head, Head put um, what's her name? The the young Betty Schaefer character, uh, Nancy Olson. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Put Nancy Olson in just the simple black turtleneck and an A line mm-hmm. tweed skirt. Mm-hmm. That was all she needed. Yeah. Because Edith had. Well, Just, absolutely. Oh my god, I love Edith Head <laughs> so much. Well, the design, like everything designed around Gloria Swanson's oh, role mm-hmm. is extraordinary. Amazing. You know, everything from the set pieces to the things she's wearing to... Um, the leopard print seats in the car. The leopard print seats in the car. Mm-hmm. The, you know, photographs of her all around the house. Mm-hmm. That phone in the car. The phone in the car. The gondola bed. The gondola that bed. That was amazing yes. and I want one. Okay, the gondola bed 
we just watched uh, the Lon Chaney Phantom of the Opera on the other real education show. Wait. The gondola bed is from Phantom of the Opera. Really? Oh it was built for that God. set. So um, in the Phantom's lair, in the second room yeah. where he brings Christine Daae and puts her on the bed, it's the fucking gondola bed. <laughs> Except it's golden there, and then they paint it black for Norman Medesman. Oh, my God. Nice. nice. I choose to believe that, like, she just, that Norma Desmond was just like, I will take that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> just have it moved to my home. <laughs> and, and, you're now, and paint it black. <laughs> now, having just seen the, the lunch and he found on the opera, I just see that bed is like, oh my God, she is a, like literally a monster. She has her monster lair and she mm-hmm. has her monster bed. And, well, and, and she has the freaky clothes. Oh, oh, and and the, every and she, every reaching shot is claws. Yes. yes the claws. Claw. The one where she was <laughs> sitting in the very beginning yes, with her knee she, up. Yes. yes. Tell that her knee was up until she couldn't her hand. Right. So because it looked like she was sitting. (laughs) What are you doing, woman? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, she is sitting with her leg up. She. Oh, that set the tone very fast. She has really long legs. Yes. Yes. Oh, and her eyes rival Johnny Guitar Devil Eyes. Oh shit! Yes. Oh yes. my god, like if there, I don't know who would win in a competition between Oh, Gloria Swanson. Yeah. You think? Yes. Well, yeah. Gloria Swanson brings her A oh, game. And, you know, Mercedes McCambridge, no matter how much I love Mercedes McCambridge, Gloria Swanson can take her out. She'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the claws alone, she'd oh. win. Although, true, man, I'd, true. I'd watch that movie. I would oh, watch yeah. that movie a billion <laughs> yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, Gloria Swanson, uh, she was a real uh, silent film star. So, of course, you know, when they're watching the silent film, that actually was one of her old movies. And I love how self-referential this film is because, you know, like she, mm-hmm. the the real actress is a, is Ooh, Buster kinda, Keaton. And, and Buster Keaton shows up. Eric von Stroheim is playing... Uh, um, Max. Max. Uh, Eric von Stroheim being a silent film director. Mm -hmm. And if I remember right, the the film that they show in the movie is one one that he directed with her. That's crazy. Which is beautiful. Wow. If I remember right. I might be just making that in my head because that's way too perfect. (laughs) Um, yeah, so just really devilish casting. In, in a lot of places. Uh, like that that poker tournament, you know, like you said. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's Buster Keaton. I think one of the other... The other guy at the table is one of the Warner Brothers. I think uh, that... I, wasn't that H.B. Warner? It was... Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Hold on. I have IMDb up for a reason. H.B. <laughs> uh, Warner. Yep. There he is. And then... Um, of course, Cecil DeMille as Nielsen. himself. Anna was the other yeah. woman at the table. Yeah. And then Hedda Hopper. Hedda Hopper shows up. an actual yeah. variety, like... Uh, She's the gossip columnist yeah. of, of the 1950s. So Perez Hilton. And, uh... Oh! <laughs> Ooh, oh! Yeah. No, no, she no. had oh. talent. She was classy. <laughs> Disparaging the legacy. <laughs> no, Hedda Hopper's been coming up a lot lately because uh, we've gotten this whole rash of movies right now. We've got Trumbo, we've got mm-hmm. Hail Caesar... And uh, Bridge of Spies actually kind of feeds into the whole communist era in Hollywood mm-hmm. thing a little bit, too. Not so much in Hollywood, but just the communist scare. But in both, first of all, Trumbo, where Hedda Hoppe actually shows up and is played by Helen Mirren. And then uh, in Hail Caesar, she is spoofed and played by 
Tilda Swinton as twins. Oh my oh god! No. <laughs> so if that doesn't sell you right there on Hail Caesar, oh well, I don't know what I can do for you. I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and once you see it, we will talk. Yes, we will. I love Hail Caesar. It, I can launch into a whole tangent about that, but I won't. So, yeah, I going back to Gloria Swanson. I love how physical she is. You know, with yes, yes. every move. Yeah. The way she walks, the way, like, and every move is, like, placed. Yeah. And, like, it, even before she's going really nuts at the end, like, even in the beginning when she's standing by the monkey. She's got very languid movements. Yes. Mm -hmm. And everything she does means something. It's meant to be read into. Yes. She's not just, she's not just walking across the stage. She's not just, you know... Or across across a room, you know it's it's all that, the stage. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's the stage. She's she's ready for the camera at any moment because she's convinced the camera is just around the corner and mm-hmm. they're just setting up and it will be fine. And really, it was. It really, really was <laughs> just a longer payoff than she thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that ending! <laughs> oh, that destroyed me. So I I saw this movie when I was very young mm-hmm. and did not remember. A, that it was funny at all. I don't think I found it funny when I was young because it just horrified me. She was terrifying to a very, you know, I think I was like six or seven years yeah, old. Yeah, and she's still this. terrifying. I mean, she is she's terrifying, terrifying, just in a much different way. Yeah. It's, it's not the cartoon villain way anymore. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Not yeah. in that same sense. It, it's, it's, I think there's more of a sense of like how sad it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get that context now that I did not yeah. get then. I remembered her just like being off her freaking rocker, <laughs> but not really being able to grasp the why of it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, this is why she's sad. This is why she's desperate. And then I just was looking at her like, what is wrong with you, lady? Like, stop making the crazy eyes. <laughs> you just need to s- slow your roll. It's fine. But... <laughs> So watching it now and having more capacity to understand what I was watching was just amazing. The payoff at the end, it just, it was so damn satisfying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she's just locked into this artifice that she has built for herself. And it's amazing watching her make everything so potent every movement so potent and it's also a parody of everything that she's doing Mm -hmm. so it's just that much over the top and it's also fascinating to watch her the the few times when you actually see the the shell crack a bit Mm -hmm. and um the you know what after she slits her wrists and well, and um, yeah. I think it's funny, too, because it's like she's trying to put so much depth into everything that it ends up going through the loophole and yeah. becomes hollow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she she thinks that she's loving him so hard, but it makes her not really be feeling that emotion at all, mm-hmm. which is just, wow. Oh, it's, it's an amazing performance. <laughs> yeah. I love watching yeah. her in those quiet moments when she's... When she's happy and she's expressing her happiness, mm-hmm. the, she gets more subdued mm-hmm. in the middle of the film, and it's like, okay, this is this is who Norma Desmond probably really is underneath mm-hmm. all the theatricality. I mean, it's still there; there will always be that veneer of it with her. But it's like, okay, that's that's who she is when she's feeling comfortable and she happy. She was having more fun with it. Yes. It wasn't – the air of desperation went yes. away a little bit. Yeah. So what you ended up with was, um, like, uh, the little 
Charlie Chaplin parody in there. Yes, yeah. that yes. was cute. Yeah, like she was enjoying the fact that she had this skill as opposed to using the skill. Yeah, it right. was it was displaying the skill as this. Look at this cool thing that I can do mm-hmm. instead of I'm using the skill to build this wall around myself and make you like me. Yeah, and she was offering it up as like, here's a gift for you. Here, yeah. this here's a thing I made, like a cat who's killed a mouse and brought it to you. It's like, I'm your friend, right? <laughs> here's that's, this broken bird. That's extremely you go. accurate. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, poor she, Max. Yeah, poor, poor Max. Poor Max. Oh, Eric von Strom just oh, rips me so apart. good. Yeah. He, oh, it, it's a great character, and he's so perfect for the. Especially, that, that was such a good slow burn yeah. for the yeah. reveal of that character. The moment at the very end, right before he yes. says, I will take the bags out, and, like, his face just cracks for half a second there, mm-hmm. and then he's back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and, and the other moment that caught me for him, where I just wanted to, like, weep, was I was her first husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was just like, oh, my God, and you're still And here, watching and her do it again and, and again. And you're helping her do it, like... Well, in, in, wow. in, well, he's enabling her, but yeah, he's also right. trying to shield her. Yeah. Because um, he knows that, I, I, you know, he said, I discovered her when she was 16. She's never been outside of this world. Yeah. It, the, right. And she's been so insulated by it. She knows nothing else mm-hmm. than this mansion. Well, yeah. and, and two, he doesn't, he doesn't want to lose what he saw in her, mm-hmm. I think, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's a... I mean, he he's lost who he is, and so yeah. he's devoted all of himself to this thing that he's made her be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, the fantasy is almost as important for him as it is for her. Well, yeah, and, and look where he winds up in the final scene, too. Oh, yeah. He's with the cameras. It's directing like he, again. He He's directing again. Yes. and direct, But and he's directing, directing her downfall. Star. Her. Yeah. He, he's directing her in the only... He's directing her to the only dignity she can retain. Right. Yeah, he he coaxes her into giving herself up. Event essentially, yeah, you know, even though she she wasn't gonna fight, but you know, she's so caught up in her delusion that he has he has to bring her out gently. Mm -hmm. And in that, I I remembered how that final scene goes, you know, in the most vague sense. So I I knew how it would turn out, but when she had that moment on the stairs with. Where am I? What's the scene? Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, if I hadn't seen it before, I would have been like, is she going to crack? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. is this it? Is she coming back mm-hmm. to herself and she's realized the horrible thing that she has done? And to have him immediately just snap her back and go, it's the palace. It's fine. You're descending the staircase. So she f- throws herself back into the mm-hmm. illusion. Mm-hmm. It was just, and his face as he directs her down the stairs just, yeah. just killed me. So good. Yeah, because what's he going to do when she's in jail or wherever they put her? I mean, like, really, what is he going to have left? The house? He will have, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, he's still on as her manager in some respect. Well, and he'll rent out the car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah rent out the car to the, for that Crosby film. Well, yeah, would, he, would, would he, though? He, he Well, he at least has... Yeah, I mean, knowledge of the outside world. I mean, he yeah, can still interact true. with other people. I assume I mean, he would just manage her her yeah, affairs, her estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably. And wait God, for and just pine and wait for her to return. Sad, sad little man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sad story. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. 
How does this compare to the musical? Because I've mm-hmm. never seen the musical. Are they at all comparable? The musical's not funny. Well, oh. it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh. <laughs> um, that might be a different kind of funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, it tracks pretty well. Like the, the I recognize everything, and I could practically tell you which song they were supposed to be singing in this scene. I just wanted him at the end, in that scene where he's showing um, Betty the house. I just wanted him. That's Norma Desmond. That's Norma Desmond. That's, like, <laughs> come on, say it. <laughs> yeah. And and they, they quoted enough lines. Like um, when there's um one scene where Glenn Close is singing very angrily, and she said, "We didn't need words. We had faces." Mm-hmm. And so, like when she said that, it was. And um, there's if you can find it, there's a clip from I think it was the Andrew Lloyd Webber's fiftieth birthday celebration okay. where she's singing um. With one look is the name of the song. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she it starts out with just a little scene. Um, I don't remember who the male actor is. It was no one important. He turns around and says, Hey, you're Norma Desmond, aren't you? You used to be big. And the you know, her first entrance is, I am big. It was the pictures that got small. And then she goes on to sing and it was just I mean, if anyone's gonna her face is completely different, obviously, but if right. anyone's going to mm-hmm. like play that same angry thing out of the, you know, women who were the right age at the right time, mm-hmm. it was gonna be Glenn Close. Oh god. Oh absolutely. Yes. It wasn't funny, but there was some biting humor to it. Okay. If that makes sense. And this the humor was a lot less biting than I was expecting. I mean it it was, but it was also genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. As opposed to funny only to right. stick a needle in you. So there's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting, really interesting. It, it's it's strange to me, you know, seeing the. I made the connection while watching it this time, since you had brought up the uh, Sunset Boulevard musical, and since the Phantom of the Opera bed is yes. in the movie, it's like, yes. oh, Android Weber is following this prop through history. Yeah. <laughs> Have we seen it in any other places? Is that the secret? Oh God! Know. What if it was they in some random silent, like biblical movie for Joseph? Or yeah, it'd be so there you go. Weird and cool, yeah. though. Like I, I could see it be like Cleopatra's something or other, like. <laughs> And of course, some roller boogie movie, and then that's where Star Wars <laughs> Express comes from. So that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. I until accept somebody, this theory until somebody proves me wrong. All right, don't do it, guys. Don't you do it? Nope. Head um, canon accepted. You know, the, the other thing I like about this movie is it's one of the, uh, it's one of the f- uh, more frank discussions about sort of like being a kept person, quote yeah. unquote, uh-huh. and sort of that. It not I wouldn't. Well, it is kind of prostitution, but I mean, like, it it was... <laughs> well, it's money for goods and services. Right. <laughs> but, like, I, I found it interesting how it's, this portrayed that scenario as opposed to, say, like, um, Breakfast at Tiffany's, where yeah. Holly Golightly is more of a kept person. Yeah, it's, it's although, usually about the women being kept. Well, although everybody forgets Breakfast at Tiffany's, the guy was also kept, too. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. so it's both but, of them, yeah. But... I, I found it interesting that, like, um, that it was, he thought, or it seemed to be uh, such a social stigma mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. him. And I guess in a lot of the other movies I've seen it portrayed, it's not necessarily as much of a social stigma. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's more of a legitimate track to to pay your bills. Yeah, it, well, it it seems in 
more modern portrayals, it tends to look like it's more about what background the person comes from, whether it's seen as right. as a well, you've sold out, you're you're being dishonest, you know, whether it's that stigma or if it's holy cow, you got out by any means possible, good for you. You know, it it varies, mm-hmm. but generally it's seen as well. Why not? It's they're the ones dumb enough to pay you just for hanging out. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, and not that he was just hanging. No, out. Right. no. But you know, it was incredibly clear in the scene yes. where you made terrible noises while sitting next. Yes, to I, I did hear that. I was yeah. like, oh, oh there, no. there were some. The, some you were not the only one. The person behind yeah. me too was doing it. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I love Gloria Swanson, but she just creepy the fuck out. Oh, and that that mission accomplished. Well, yeah. Well, and, and that's the that that is the scene where she like actually kind of becomes human, and then he leans in towards her, and she reaches out with that claw that hand, claw. and you can see you can see she becomes Norma Desmond again. It's like, oh no, don't let her touch you. Oh no! And then as the <laughs> save yourself as the as the is it faded to black? Mercifully, yes. Um, you could see her hands going oh, around the yeah, back with, of the, with the bandages, yes. the bandages, and the claws. Ooh, it was ooh. creepy and and very rapey and oh. yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, we know he wasn't just hanging out, but I mean, but, we, yes. we see that in the trope. Yes, yes, was I agree? Yes. So it, it was interesting to see it done with everybody being kind of like, "What are you doing? Where's all this mm-hmm. money coming from?" Mm-hmm. And and everybody noticing it, but not asking about it. Mm-hmm. Joking about it, yeah. yeah. Are you are you actually a smuggler? Yeah, are you, you're really smuggling uranium, aren't you? You know, like that sort of thing. Like because it's the no one wants to know situation. Right. It's like something has changed, and I'm going to joke about it because we all see it. Mm-hmm. But don't actually tell me what it is because I'm afraid it's exactly what I think it is, and right. I don't want to lose my respect for you. Right, mm-hmm. and I think whereas like a, a female in that situation, it wouldn't be joked about it in would the be, same way. It would be scoffed at. She would get scorned. She would get mm-hmm. ostracized yes. I think more. Whereas his friends were kind of like, uh, hey! Uh, hey! <laughs> like, we know this is you going must on. Be going, you must be doing something. Yeah. To be fair, I think with a lot of the portrayals for women, um, the women are out in public more. They're mm-hmm. on... That's true. They're he on was the, super yeah. secluded. They're yeah. always mm-hmm. the, the arm candy. Yeah. The girls are. Right. And he never had to do that. I mean, yes, it... it can we talk about his bathing suit for just a second? <laughs> that was great. Yes, let us talk about William Holden's bathing suit. On he was Earth was that pattern uh, on his bathing suit. I can only assume it was the precursor to Zubas. <laughs> That's so all bad. I can think of when I looked I at mean, that. I'm like, oh, the the 80s found inspiration from watching Sunset <laughs> Boulevard. Well, I was I was assuming it was some sort of exotic animal pelt that yeah, okay. uh, so I also thought I that agree, at first. And I also think she was wearing like her cuz she had a print that sort of matched. Yes. And I was just like I I'm sorry. I absolutely loved watching the transformation, the way that she was changing Slowly his style and and, like, yeah, and and I mean he was totally cognizant of it the whole way through, yeah. which Made it less horrifying to me, but also more horrifying at the same time. I I was completely horrified by it because I... So when you know somebody is being emotionally manipulated by somebody else and you can see it... Right. right. Okay, like, in real life, I would not I would not be like, oh, that's cool to watch. No, in on film, 
yeah, yeah, I get yeah. fascinated. Like, watching like, Edith Head's work is fascinating. Yes. yes. <laughs> well put. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thinking about the the emotional and... Thinking about how that would translate mental, to real life, not cool. Mental implications, not so much. Yes. Right. Well, but I, so I, I just overthink things. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I just, from a film standpoint, the storytelling, just watching oh. that transformation it, it on screen. subtle and, and beautiful. And the fact that they, they made us... Made it clear that he was aware of it happening yes, every step of the he, way. Yeah, he was. was complicit in it. Mm-hmm. He he had every opportunity to say no to this, no to that, mm-hmm. and yet he he just kind of went, yes, maybe okay. Like well, if she, the, 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 lady's gonna, if the lady is buying, and he had that moment of, oh, yep. I feel really gross and dirty, but the lady is buying. And it's a really nice coat. I'm taking the money and watching her sunsets. <laughs> yeah. You're just watching him fall into the trap inch by inch. Mm-hmm. And sink deeper and deeper into the spider web. Oh, <laughs> that sad, sad little New Year's Eve party. Oh, oh, oh my man. god. Oh. 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 I was, I had completely blanked that part out. Yeah. I did not remember any of the New Year's party. And the poor uh, orchestra. Yes. Oh, I know. And they just keep playing. Wait, There's nobody is, there. What are th- well, Max was there. Max was there, just yeah. cleaning his glasses. And, yeah. Oh. And <laughs> the orchestra must not know what is happening. Right. Yes. Oh, oh that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, what is the orchestra? The orchestra is thinking, well, if I finish this, I'll get 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. That's pretty much it. That is exactly <laughs> it. Exactly. The orchestra is like, we are really confused by this situation. We are going to look elsewhere at all times. Oh, come on. They're an orchestra in Hollywood. Oh, well, yes. But <laughs> we it's probably more along the lines of, well, New Year's Eve gigs pay really well. Yeah. yeah. And not you, only that, at 1am we've got an Opus Day secret meeting over on Sunset. And, uh-huh. <laughs> There's so many secret societies in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and they hire tango orchestras for all of them, is what you're saying. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> there was a lot of work to go around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but did you guys see the cake? Yes. There was a cake. Like, she had a cake. Yeah. That's what made me really believe cake? that was more like a people were going to show up. I yeah. know. I was waiting. Yeah. I, I'm, did she even invite anyone else no. to the nope. party? No. Mm-hmm. It was all for... It was all, all for him. Yeah, so was she just toy. got a really big cake. I did so, it so all she for keeps... you, Damien. Yes. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Why did you do that? Oh no, my life. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Tanya, you're terrible and I wonderful. I, 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 I adore you. I'm that I just did that. <laughs> you are both of those things. But, but is it, that is exactly what it is. Oh God, <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh uh, the poor cake went to waste, though. I know. Well, maybe maybe the orchestra, the orchestra took it home. Maybe the orchestra took it home. I'm hoping Max has enough like uh, connections to sort of spread the wealth when he mm-hmm. knows she's gonna kind of go off the deep end with something like that. He probably bribed them with cake to keep their mouths shut. It's possible. Mm-hmm. If they're musicians, it would work. It yeah. has to be really good cake, though. Well, Norma Desmond, you know, she's it, not gonna yeah. skip on the cake. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I want to know what the house was like before the chimpanzee died. Oh god! <laughs> I just imagine Max walking around with like a shovel and a like a the little yeah. I oh want, god! I had to clean up monkey shit. Yeah, I want to. Oh. 
going to pretend it's like any which way but loose, except it's Eric von Stroheim and the chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel kind of wrong about that, but oh, so right. <laughs> well, that makes Max so much more sad. I know. Oh. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Billy Wilder, why do you do this to us? <laughs> Okay, maybe that's my next friend show. What happens before Sunset Boulevard? <laughs> Max and the chimpanzee. Where can I find a chimpanzee? Just get Kelvin to do it. Okay, cool. Ourselves. It's ready. Oh, oh, you couldn't see Stephanie making the, little, <laughs> the broom uh, monkey broom cleaning up after <laughs> action. It's like the little animation at the end of the Carol Burnett show. Yes. Push broom. Yes. <laughs> Leaving on the ghost light. Now, okay. Now I'm just imagining the Carol Burnett theme, the end theme <laughs> playing as they're, as they're lowering the chimpanzee casket to the ground. I'm so glad we had this time together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I am is... totally writing the prequel to Sunset Boulevard. I'm sorry oh to everybody out there in podcast land. It's just going to be Norman Desmond's phone number and that's going to be the title of it. It's going to be the prequel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It'll it'll happen. It'll mm-hmm. happen <laughs> as much as any of my other crazy ideas do. <laughs> oh gosh, Jack uh, Webb looked good. Yeah, Jack yeah. Webb. Yeah, a good way to bring it around. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I I wanted to talk about Jack Webb and Nancy Olson because Yay! I mean, usually when you talk about Sunset Boulevard, it's such a great cast, and everybody wants to naturally talk about. Gloria Swanson and William Holden and Eric von Stroheim, but you know Nancy Olson uh, rounded out the four acting awards they were nominated for. Mm. You know they got all four Oscar categories covered that year. Um, total, I think Sunset Boulevard was nominated for eleven Oscars. It won three, and it won for writing, art direction, and music. Franz Waxman's music is good. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm kind of sad that Edith, was Edith had up. Did, did, did they have offer an Oscar for Edith Head for costuming that year? Uh, I don't think they did. Best picture, best music, best art direction, set direction, best writing, uh, best actor, best actress, best actor in a supporting, best actress in a supporting, best director, best, director, best cinematography, best film editing. Um, and that's it. Nothing for Edith Head. Oh. <laughs> it deserved all of the other nods too. Yeah. Yes. Although I'm not sure when the costuming Oscars started. I thought I that thought was it was later. It yeah. might be. Because this well was fifty one. Yeah. And I, I wanna say fifty six for some reason, but I could just be pulling that out of my ass. Yeah, that's yeah. that's if it didn't possible. exist, that's an acceptable that is reason. The only acceptable reason has not to yeah, get nominated. I'm sure true. she got enough. Like did she ever get one? Well, I think she um, won the Lifetime Achievement Award for that one. Yeah. I think she won for something baffling, like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. But uh, <laughs> well, isn't it, that what they normally do at the Oscars? Yeah, it's like oh, sensible woman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh wow! It's like um, you're near the end of your life. We feel like we should give you one now. Here you go. But uh, anyway, going back to Nancy Olson and Jack Webb, I was really struck this time watching it. 
I like their relationship nice. so much. Mm-hmm. It's this amazing breath of fresh air after being locked into these really horrible relationships between men and women inside that mansion. Yeah. You go outside and it's like, there are these perky, happy people who are in love with each other and and they're delightful together and they pair and they, up well. They, and they touch each other without cringing. Yeah, and they're not like so evil weird. and claw-like. No, no, because it's weird because at the when when we go to the party on New yeah. Year's Eve, you, I saw Jack Webb's hand go up to Nancy Olsen's back, but we didn't know it was Nancy Olsen yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why is he randomly touching a girl? Yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, but then come he, on, she don't be creepy, around, dude. like, oh, yeah. yeah. But it took me because I was so set in that, like, nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was their whole uh, situation was very much for me, like, oh, that's right. There's still a world outside of that horrible, horrible house. The world still turns, the sun rises, and people fall in love, mm-hmm. and they're happy. It's good. Life outside of that house is good. Get out! Get out! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I love the little glimpses when we go outside the manor, you know, whether it's them or Cecil P. DeMille working or, like, and totally knowing what's going on. It's like, oh, my God, that's so sad. I'll buy them five cars. Just don't call her anymore. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I love that they actually got Cecil B. DeMille. Mm, yes. <laughs> right? That was beautiful. I, I loved that scene where she goes to visit him and they put the spotlight on her and she's back in her element and everybody recognizes her. Mm-hmm. And everybody fawns over her and it's like, okay, her legacy is not dead. Like we are initially led to believe mm-hmm. where she's just so deluded herself that she really doesn't have any fans. And it's like, no, actually she does. It's, the problem is they're all other actors. Right? Yeah, they're all in the industry. She's, she's been forgotten by moviegoers, mm-hmm. but she is such a legend in her own art. Mm-hmm. And to see that, to see them acknowledge it in the film mm-hmm. was really nice. Yeah. So that there is a reason she has those delusions, because she is still so entrenched in that world mm-hmm. that she doesn't realize what it's like outside of it. I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. And 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 DeMille's comments about her. You know, I directed her when she was 17. She's never known anything else. You show this woman some respect. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really good for humanizing her, too. Instead of just, you are a crazy, terrible lady. <laughs> and, and, and they point out, yeah, she's a little bit of a crazy, terrible lady now. But he, he says she wasn't always yeah, this way. Yeah, like, oh, uh, what's the line? Like, I heard she was tor- terrible, terrible to work with. Not yeah. uh, only at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then he quali- qualifies it as yep. because it was twisted so badly for her by that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Well, and then she goes and she gets there and she goes into it. Now, don't forget, I only work after 10 and before 4.30. Yes. <laughs> right. Never, never before 10 and never later than 4.30. I'm like... How do you get anything done? <laughs> Piecemeal, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Work efficiently. <laughs> but, I, you know, going, I want to go back to Nancy Olson yes. for just a moment. Um, you know, she's like just the opposite of Norma Desmond and, and she does it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her as an actress because she has this great energy to her and she's just upbeat and fun and you want it's like i want to see more of this character i want to see more of this actress and uh she was a fun actress she didn't have 
she didn't have a huge career because shortly after this, she got married. She retired from acting. She raised a couple kids. And then after that, she came back in the 60s and wound up playing like the mother figure in a whole bunch of Disney movies. So oh, God, she was in yeah. she was in Pollyanna and uh oh goodness what else? Both of the absent minded professors. Yeah, I think she was in Parent Trap or something. She was like in that. then she was in Blubber. Uh, like so yeah. she was in all three absent minded professors. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. She was she was delightful. I mean she yeah. the, the character was um quick witted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah and she was his when they were sparring, her and and um, uh, William Holden, yeah, they, she kept up with him, even mm-hmm. though she was clearly a decade younger than he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, William Holden! And I, I uh, like well, the character was yeah a decade, decade and a half younger. Yeah. I don't know how old we're supposed to pretend he was, but if you're going to try to tell me he was below thirty, then I'm not believing. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I don't think that was the case. But he was younger than Norma Desmond. That was yes. the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and I liked that she. She's keeping up with him, but she doubts herself. Mm-hmm, she right. doubts her ability to keep up with him. And he's constantly saying, no, you've got this. Yeah. No, yep. really, you've got this. I can tell you, you've got this. And and I like they kind of establish that she is smart. And, you know, even though, well, you know, William Holden is kind of a, kind of a terrible person. <laughs> and uh, I, I think... You're not meant to feel bad for Nancy. You know, he, he, or uh, Betty, he, Nancy is a real name. Um, you're not supposed to feel bad that he has been shot at the end of the movie. She's going to be fine, mm-hmm. right. which is fine. You yeah, because she's got Artie. And she's, she's got Artie. She's and she's going to snap get out of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. she, she can take that script, too. Unless yeah. that oh, was yeah. the only copy. If that's the only copy, I don't know. No, the, you, you make duplicates I of don't know shit. what Norma did with it. Well, she could probably rewrite it. I mean, it. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> and you know, there was plenty of handwritten notes and things like that. Oh so God, I'm, I'm she sure did a movie fine. in 2014. She's still around. Yeah, she Holy did. A, she, she was in a movie called Dumbbells. Oh, she's from Wisconsin. Yeah, Milwaukee. Ah, sweet. Not everything bad is in Wisconsin. Oh, oh no! <laughs> hey, hey! I'm from Wisconsin. I get to make jokes like that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you do. You do. Point. Oh, she was to live through Tommy Thompson. <laughs> oh, she I'm was sorry. in Airport 75. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> so the latest movie she was in is oh, God. rated R, and the 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 poster, poster the poster for it is a woman's ass. Yeah, it's one of those movies. Like in short, short, short shorts. It's called Dumbbells. Yeah, a former basketball star suffering from a knee injury looks to rehab himself at a rundown Los Angeles gym. So why is the poster a woman's ass? Because Because Hollywood? there's probably hot women there that he hits on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fabio's in that movie! Oh, oh my god, we need to see it. Genius. <laughs> I'm sorry, just what? What the hell is this? Listeners, go find this movie. <laughs> or no, don't. Or no, or no, or don't not. find this movie. Jaleel White is in this movie. Oh my god. It must be a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> and Tom Arnold? What the hell is this thing? Wait, I, I probably don't want it. Carl Reiner? <laughs> oh my this god. has gone to a place, and I'm so confused and concerned. You know what? I'm going to start a podcast called What the Fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And just watch movies like this. Yeah. 
And yeah, because what? <laughs> what the fuck? Kelvin and I will join you. Yeah, sounds good. Wow. Oh god, the guy from Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> IMDb now. I feel like not allowed. I feel like we've gone far afield. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This my fault. I just I just want that as like a bumper. The guy from Salute Your Shorts. (laughs) Wait, we can make it into a ringtone. Yes. All right. So let's 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 wrap it up. Wrap it up. Do we have any final thoughts about Uh, Sunset Boulevard? Oh, the pool didn't have adequate circulation. Yeah, that was a shitty ass pool. Yeah, yeah, it was. And that was apparently the rent for using the mansion, according to the trivia section. Oh, they they put in a pool. Yeah, they built that pool Mm -hmm. without circulation. As payment for renting the- That was some pretty crappy payment. I know! <laughs> but whoever owned it, like, was like, okay. Yeah, put so, it in a pool. All yeah, right. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's a, uh, I also saw that Gloria Swanson, like, had already kind of been done with movies. So she yeah. was a little hesitant when she came back to this one. Mm-hmm. And I say, good job for her for taking it on. It's kind well, of interesting that she took a role that was basically making fun of her. It, it, well, it, it, well, it wasn't, but it wasn't. Was not her. It was specifically, it but specifically, but yeah, it, it's it was lampooning, for lack of a better word, her situation. Right. Yeah, the actresses and, and of her era. But it's you know, it's talking about when women go past quote their prime oh, in Hollywood. There's nothing. She's left. only fifty. She She's, can't do anything anymore. Uh, yeah. But I know. But I love that Gloria Swanson took this role and just went oh, for the goddamn she, gold. Oh yeah, and, and she was entire scenery. And this was 1950. You pretty, for the most part, you're not allowed to be unpretty on scene if you're female. And and oh, she was so unflattering. And oh, it's like, yeah, yes. And I love the whole uh, beautification sequence. Like when yeah. you talk about the army and all the shit that she's going through, the lasers and the, the ultrasound the electrolysis, and, the, yeah. and like they're using weird ass machines on her skin. And I'm like, whoa. The mud. The, yeah, there the was mud. mud. There the, was like heat pack. Like, the there steam. was some seriously dangerous <sighs> shit that she was putting herself through. Because, yeah. like, you can literally suffocate from that shit. Like, mm. that's why. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah. why some of it people don't do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, funny that. And, and, and it's funny, too, to think how much Hollywood hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when I think about all the things that people do to themselves nowadays. To mm-hmm. like whiten your teeth and get a nose job and tan and bleach your hair and do this and do that and you know you have to be this much weight and it's like it's all the same. We haven't yeah. learned anything from what that does to a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's incrementally getting a little bit better, but still, this is seventy years later, seventy-ish yeah. years later. And it hasn't gone very far away from that mark. No. no. Anyone else closing thoughts? I do. Would not. watch again A. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Again, and I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. It's, it's so good. I, I've, I've seen it probably about once oh. every other year oh, oh. for the last Thank you 20 for Harry years. Tested Men. 
Oh, Harry Chet's <laughs> men yeah. always get my vote. I mean, William yeah. Holden, he left yeah. the Amazon. I yeah, he all, you know, all carpet. That's he, he did look pretty nice when he, he was getting out of the pool until I saw his swim shorts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like, is going on. The, car- the carpeting was not the problem. It was the, the fabric. <laughs> I was kind of into those. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So goddamn wild. There I was just like, okay, cool. Good about them. Edith had picked them out yeah. because I mean, they were crazy and garish. <laughs> let's be honest. But she still picked them out. Yes. Well, well, it meant he matched the house. So like they're Edith yeah. kind of approved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. got to be something, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm gonna have somebody dress me awfully, I I want it to be Edith Head. Yeah, fair. <laughs> that that dear that Edith, is. please go wild. <laughs> <laughs> go insane. Pain. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, and the sound thingy hitting the feather thing on her head. Oh, that yeah. was a nice so touch. Then she bashed it away. Just, uh, talkies. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, there, there's so many just little touches like that, and they're just so perfect. Oh, I love this movie. Oh. So good, so good, so good, so hey, good. Billy Wilder! Yay, ooh, Billy ooh, Wilder. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. There was one shot that I loved that I just remembered right now. The shot as... as all Lying Zion is playing, and he's approaching the bed to sit yes. next to her. And the shadow, mm-hmm. the, the shadow just kind of engulfs him. I'm like, no, the bed is not casting that big of a shadow. So this is really nicely done. Yes. <laughs> like, the shadow just grows until it has taken him and is, oh, no, you're going to do the thing. <laughs> oh. Oh, you have fallen to darkness. Don't do the pity fuck. No. Oh. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't put he... your dick in the crazy. <laughs> He put his dick in the crazy. He put his dick in the crazy. See the way that got him? Shot him dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't you don't no. do crazy. Uh, one of the things that I was kind of giggling about, um, Stephanie, when you had mentioned during the intro, it's like, so I already know how it ends. It's like, well, when you watch this movie, you already know how it ends because yes. it opens with the ending. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Listen, I, I was also like, ah, little does she know. Yes. Just, that was what made it perfect. Yeah. That's that like, made it awesome. so perfect. I know how this is going to end kind of like it's like yeah yep yeah, you 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 will if you're unsure you will know in a moment because it's the opening scene <laughs> it's great all right mr demille i'm ready for my close-up oh. <laughs> i really don't know why i waited so long to watch that movie that was stupid <laughs> no that was it was perfect it was fate it brought you to us for yes. this yes. for this moment yes it is never too late to enjoy sunset boulevard right it if you have not seen it, <laughs> yes. stop listening to this pod. Yeah, good lord, yeah, you should have done that. What the hell is wrong with you? You should have done that 45 minutes ago, turn off the damn podcast, go watch the movie, then come back to us, into our welcoming arms, yes. our welcoming <laughs> claw-like hands. With bandages and fingernails of death. <laughs> Yup. <laughs> All right, dear listeners, thank you for joining us on Real Education Noir. I am Melissa, and I've been joined by Tanya and by Allie and our special, lovely guest star, Stephanie. Yay! Thank Yay! you for joining us. And uh, join us next time when um I I can't remember what we're gonna do next. I think I know what we're gonna do next. It's something you're waiting for. <gasps> we're gonna do Caged. Yay! Tanya Woo! is very happy. <laughs> Okay, so dear listeners, uh, we will be watching Cage next time. If you want to watch it ahead of time, it's very good. I recommend it. So we'll we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoy our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Noir Education.
Thank you for joining us for A Real Education Noir. New episodes arrive on the 7th and 21st of every month. You can find our podcasts and social media feeds on our website at realedunoir.com. Special thanks to Tim Wick, Jeffrey Brown, and Chad Dutton for our theme music. If you like our show, you might also like our parent podcast, A Real Education, which discusses all genres of film. You can find it on the web at realedu.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time. You see, this is my life. It always will be. There's nothing else. Just us. And the cameras. And those wonderful people out there in the dark. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> <laughs>